I'm Cecilia Lay, and this is Fifth Emission. California's got a lot of cash, like a lot, and it's even more than we thought it would have just a few months ago. On Thursday, Senate Democrats announced that the state's budget surplus has more than doubled since January to a whopping $68 billion. The most recent forecast surpasses last year's budget surplus of $47 billion, and now lawmakers are trying to figure out how to spend it. California Democrats have some ideas. They have most of the seats in the state legislature, and along with Newsom, they're eager to get that money to taxpayers as soon as possible. But there's not a lot of agreement on how to do that, and the disagreement isn't just from Republicans. Here to break down all that money for us are Chronicle reporters Sophia Bolag and Dustin Gardner. What's up with that gas tax rebate plan? Will local Bay Area issues like broke school districts get some reprieve? And which California residents will benefit from the latest windfall? Sophia and Dustin, thanks for being here to explain it for me. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So, Sophia, $68 billion, that is an astounding amount of extra money that California has to spend. Where is it coming from? It is a lot of money. And essentially, it's from just tax revenue on businesses and individuals. California's budget is very heavily reliant on the state's highest earning people and businesses. And so what this surplus money really reflects is that those people, the highest earners, are doing really well. And they um, have been bringing in even more money um, and, as a consequence, paying more in taxes than uh, state budget analysts you know, even anticipated at the beginning of the year. And that total amount of $68 billion is more than double what Governor Gavin Newsom estimated in his budget proposal back in January. Dustin, how is this forecast different? So back in January, the governor estimated that the state would have roughly a $21 billion budget surplus, a discretionary surplus. Then These latest numbers are not quite an apples-to-apples comparison. The Senate is comparing both the the extra money coming in this fiscal year and then the upcoming fiscal year, which starts in July. But but in general, what this shows is that they're really high uh, projections that the Senate put out. It shows that the state is still on a really solid economic track and that revenues have been tracking ahead um, ever since January. These last couple of months, things are still keeping ahead of pace. And so when the governor comes out with his next revised budget in a couple of weeks, I think his numbers are also going to show a really significant climb in that revenue estimate. So, Sophia, will the pockets of California residents get any fatter? Who would benefit from this surplus? So I would say that it is very likely that at least some Californians will see some sort of rebate or stimulus check or something like that this year, just like many Californians did last year when uh, Newsom and lawmakers used part of the surplus we saw in the budget they passed last year. They used part of that on $600 stimulus checks for millions of Californians. This year, they have not agreed yet on exactly who should get any of those checks or debit cards or anything like that. They haven't decided who should get them or exactly how much it should be, what exactly it should be targeted for. Newsom had proposed sending $400 rebate cards to people who own vehicles with a maximum of up to $800 per family. But there are some lawmakers who have really pushed back against that plan, saying that they think that 
the state should be prioritizing its poorest residents as opposed to some higher income people who have enough money to have, you know, not just one vehicle, but sometimes multiple vehicles. The Senate Democrats on Thursday put out a proposal saying that they want to give $200 rebate checks to many Californians, uh, prioritizing Californians who are on the lower end of the income scale. There would be an income cap of if you make less than $125,000 as an individual or $250,000 as a family, then you would be eligible. But if you make more than that, you wouldn't. And there would be supplemental money going to Californians who are on uh, programs that the state has for particularly low-income residents like its food aid program. So uh, at this point, it's not clear exactly where they're going to land, but there is a lot of discussion about sending checks or rebates in some form to Californians. And Sophia, is that motivated by the understanding that a lot of Californians are still struggling through the pandemic economically? Absolutely. I've heard that the recession or the economic fallout from the coronavirus is sort of described as a K-shaped graph where you have the wealthiest residents continuing to do really well. A lot of big businesses continued to do well even as the pandemic was raging. But people on the lower end of the income scale really struggled through the pandemic and are, are still struggling as the pandemic continues. And so there really is a big gap between the highest earners and the lowest earners in California And that is part of what's motivating the uh, lawmakers' plan that they released on Thursday to really try to steer some of that money from those highest income earners who have paid a lot in taxes and have produced this surplus to give that money to the state's poorest residents as a way to help them through um, the economic turmoil that they've been experiencing. And back in January, Newsom indicated several existentialist threats the state is facing, the pandemic, as you just described, Sophia. Uh, But he also indicated others, climate change, crime, homelessness, to name a few. Dustin, what other ways might the state invest this surplus? Yeah. So the governor had some really big funding asks when he came out with his initial budget in January. Um, One of the biggest was for housing and homelessness. He's asking for $14 billion for housing, and that could allow for up to 55,000 new units and treatment slots across the state. He's also talked about $500 million to help uh, clear street encampments around the state. Another $11 billion, like Sophia mentioned, for his gas tax rebate plan. Um, The governor has a $10 billion plan for um, zero emissions vehicles, electric cars. So the governor has really put out some some really big ticket items. And the plan that the Senate puts out adds adds pieces and adds adds some extra layers to that. Um, But we're really sort of, at this point, waiting to see what the governor is going to come out with in about two weeks when he releases his May revise. We'll see how he wants to spend that extra money. And, you know, we're talking potentially $30 billion or more of discretionary money than he outlined in his January budget. So I think the funding asks that the governor has, those things could grow pretty substantially in the next couple of weeks. We'll be right back. You can support the newsroom that creates Fifth Emission by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. Locally here in the Bay Area, it seems like almost every day we're seeing 
headlines about school districts struggling, schools being threatened to be closed down. Might they see some assistance with the surplus? Yes. So the way the surplus is required to be spent, much of it is going to have to be spent on schools. Um, And that's actually, that money is constitutionally guaranteed to go to schools. It's on top of the $68 billion surplus that we've been talking about. Uh, the the sixty eight billion we've been talking about is in the states what's called the general fund, which is really the pot of money in the state budget where lawmakers and Newsom have the most control over how they spend it. There's other parts of the state budget though, and a big part is the education budget. And California law mandates that a big part of surplus revenues must go to schools, no matter what. So. For sure, there will be more money that goes to schools, whether it is enough to address the budget problems that a lot of local school districts have been having. I think that remains to be seen. But with this big windfall of money that the state is seeing, schools are going to see additional money as well. That's good news. But also, Sophia, the state can't just go around spending the money as they'd like. What are the parameters for this kind of spending? Yeah. So the the big one that people up here in Sacramento have been talking about a lot is that in state law, there is a limit on how much lawmakers and the governor can spend. It's called the GAN limit. It is intended to prevent the state from taking in too much money from It's taxpayers. It requires that the state send excess money over what's called money that's over the limit, either send it back to taxpayers in the form of rebate checks or use it on some other areas, including infrastructure, that are basically exempt from the limit under the law. And so infrastructure spending is a big part of how Senate Democrats are proposing to spend the money. They want to spend a big chunk of the surplus on infrastructure so that they don't run afoul of the state spending limit rules. And that's something that Newsom has also talked about in his January budget proposal. He also said he wants to spend a a good chunk of any surplus money on infrastructure. We're waiting to see what he has in his revised May budget proposal, but I think it's it's safe to assume it will, you know, continue to include infrastructure. So I think there is a lot of agreement among Democrats in the legislature and Newsom that a big part of that money should be spent on infrastructure in order to fulfill the state's spending requirements under the law. So Dustin, what are the next steps? When will we understand how the state will spend all this money? So really now everyone in Sacramento is waiting to see what the governor says with his May revised budget. Um, like I mentioned, that's coming in just a couple of weeks. And the, Democrats, um, legislators, and the governor are on the same page a lot of, about a lot of the big uh, goals that they have in terms of infrastructure investment, in terms of um, spending to mitigate the, the, you know, the impacts of the pandemic. But I think the area where they have a strong philosophical disagreement is with the gas tax rebate. The governor 
has really stressed providing rebates to all vehicle owners, um, as we discussed. And Democrats that are pushing back and saying that they want a tax rebate that would go to everyone, not just vehicle owners, they really are just not comfortable with what the governor is proposing. And beyond just that whole question of who's a car, who owns a vehicle and who doesn't, I think a lot of the disagreement is also just concern around this idea from some Democrats that they feel like that money might not be spent as wisely as it could be. We've seen Democrats in the last couple of weeks really stress this idea that they would like to see more of that money be invested in long-term projects, like long-term transportation projects, projects to mitigate the harm of climate change, um, you know, projects to reduce the impact of wildfires by um, helping clear forests of overgrown brush, things like that where uh, we're seeing Democrats sort of push back and want to see kind of a more big picture vision for how the state spends that money that, you know, there is still the ask from the Senate Democrats and from assembly leadership as well to have some piece go, go for a tax rebate to, you know, offset the impact of inflation and higher gas prices. But they definitely don't want to go as far as Newsom. And I think there's a lot of pushback from specific members, especially progressives who want to see more of that money funneled into long-term investments. Mm-hmm. And so do we expect this to be a, a long winded process to finalize a proposal on how the surplus will be prioritized. In immediate term, I mean, there's a lot of pressure to come to some sort of agreement on that idea of a tax rebate or a gas tax rebate, depending on which you know route they go. Um, and there is pressure to do something on that because the clock is ticking and people are dealing with high gas prices daily. So I think there could be some sort of earlier action on that. Typically, the legislature doesn't approve a budget um, until about the middle of June. Um, that's their deadline to approve a budget or go without pay. And the budget takes effect in July. So there is some pressure to act on on the gas tax issue before that. But but again, there is kind of that big philosophical disagreement. So I, I think this could be another year similar to last year where we see budget negotiations stretch out into the summer and potentially, you know, multiple votes to act on different pieces of the, the budget to get it into effect as the, the new fiscal year starts in July. Dustin, Sophia, thank you so much for explaining this to me. I appreciate your time. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Sophia Bolag is a politics reporter, and Dustin Gardner covers the state capitol for The Chronicle. For their coverage of the state's budget surplus and other news out of Sacramento, visit sfchronicle.com and The Chronicle app. Thanks to King Kaufman for editing this episode and to you for listening.